What's up, everybody? We're back for another episode of Eat When You Can, Sleep When You Can, and Don't Fuck With The Pancreas. I'm your host, Dr. Fairchild, here with Dr. Buttress, and today we have a great surgical topic for you, a fantastic one that applies to every pre-med, med student, resident, and attending. Coffee. It's Thirsty Thursday, Doc. <laughs> it's And we're not talking about margaritas and bourbons at the bar. Today we're talking about the elixir of life in the hospital, coffee. Without Baileys. Without Baileys, unfortunately. <laughs> it's funny because I drank coffee. I started drinking coffee in high school. Dunkin' Donuts. Proud mass hole from outside of Boston where we have multiple Dunkin' Donuts within the same roundabout. <laughs> yeah, you told me. You can see like four. If you stand on one it's, street corner, you a, can see four of them. There's two on the same level of North Station in Boston. You can see one from the other <laughs> inside a building. It, anyway. That is definitely a Boston thing. because we it, no, That is, is not a – like Louisiana, that is not a thing. No, it's not. It's, it's nowhere like that in the entire country, and it's comical, but I love it, and I love Dunkin'. Anyway, uh, that's where I started drinking coffee. And it, it, coffee for me wasn't – like an essential until late in college, but mainly in medical school when I could not put in the study hours I needed to. If I didn't have two, maybe three coffees a day, uh, what about you? Are you are you running on the same fuel? I live on caffeine and cocoa beans. Have you ever had just water? <laughs> Do you drink water? I don't think I – no. Yeah, in my coffee. <laughs> Isn't that what they make coffee with? That's, water. That's the base. It's hot water, right? It's yeah. They they heat the water a lot and then run it over the beans, and then you make coffee. How how, how many coffees are you having a day on average? I well, it depends on who you ask. I'm asking you <laughs> <laughs> because if you ask me, I have to tell the truth. <laughs> if you ask the attendings that see me walk in the physician lounge every couple hours and make one, they'd probably tell you I have two or three a day. If you ask you, you'd probably say I have two or three a day because I accompany you to Starbucks once or twice yeah. a day. Yep. If you ask me, it's probably about six or seven a day yep. because I have one for conference. Whenever they have them for conference out in the morning, I just make one black because I don't have the time to make it. So I make a black one at 7 a.m. or 6.50 before I walk in. And then we usually walk from there to Starbucks from conference and get an official Starbucks coffee at comp- from there. And then I finish that, and I go into my first case or two. And then after that, I walk straight into the physician's lounge, and I make my third coffee of the day with the Starbucks coffee machine we have in the physician lounge that is shared by residents. So anyone interested in coming to UT Chattanooga, shout out to UT Chat. Once again, Erlanger, we have coffee all the time. Free. It's Yes, it's free. It's a beautiful machine that does occasionally break, and we know how to fix it. And There's also an official real Starbucks out in the medical mall. There uh, is. With weird hours, but... The, the ladies that work there are so sweet, and well, they know well, us they all kn- by name. Yeah, they, knows, they know you personally. They know my order. They have it ready, I think, before they see me. I think they just sense, like, <laughs> oh, he's probably going to be here soon. <laughs> <laughs> they see in the reflection of the, of the glass window on the outside of the Starbucks. <laughs> I do feel bad sometimes because the other day I was in a line of maybe 20 people. I had nothing going on. I was like, I'll wait for it. It's great. Yeah. I need a coffee. And they waved. I was still person 15 in line and they waved me forward, had my coffee made, didn't charge me for it and said, have a great day. I was like, I feel really guilty for, I had like, there was like a pregnant woman in line that I passed. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the important question though, doc, because I know all the, all the listeners out there are going to want to know this. What kind of coffee do you get at Starbucks? Like what, what do you get? All right. So it depends where I'm getting the coffee from. If I'm, and I do make coffee at home, which is one of the additional ones I have every day. At home, I, we have a Ninja coffee maker. 
uh, I get, I have usually have my beans that my mom ships me from Massachusetts because we have a cafe in North Hanover, Perfectos, best ever, shout out. Uh, make that with some brown sugar and with like an oatmeal, uh, oatmeal creamer. Sometimes I use regular milk. Um, that's coffee one, always iced. I never drink hot coffee. I don't care if it's four degrees, I will still buy a, a nice coffee. Um, at Starbucks, venti iced coffee with milk and sugar. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts, I throw some caramel swirl in there because I'm girly. But uh, what about you? Um, at, at Starbucks. Um, at Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I used to just get a regular coffee at Starbucks, and I got kind of aggravated with paying like $3 for just <laughs> a regular coffee. <laughs> so I did like change it to get something. So I honestly don't know all the orders, you know. Froca mocha latte, hazelnut, you know, skinny with light milk and espresso times two on the, you know, in the gra- in the grande. I'm like, I just need a medium vanilla latte, and they're like this size. I'm like, yeah, that one looks fine, and make it hot, you know, because I don't like I'm, I'm I don't really do cold coffee. I will do it some. I will have some cold coffee every now and then just to switch it up, but I do like a hot coffee. Um, I don't know if it's just like the singer in me or something just likes the you know the soothing effect of hot coffee, but um, I usually just do a hot medium vanilla latte at starbucks i'm pretty simple yeah pretty consistent i knew i had a coffee problem when i got a 50 dollar star uh duncan gift card one christmas and it was gone in a week that was it that was while i was in medical school i was like and none of that was spent on food is what you're saying <laughs> no food <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't get a single donut no, no no i did not enjoy the donuts and it, i'm like you know what i might be buying coffee way too much all right so you're not at you're not in line at starbucks and you're at your house making your coffee how, how do you take it i already said I talked about the brown sugar, the beans. From Even home. at home, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, that's Always iced. Yeah, we have a machine that can do an over ice brew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, we have we have that nice ninja machine too, which is a a great purchase, by the way, for any uh, pre med med student or resident. Fantastic. The ninja machines are awesome. So uh, I, maybe I can reach out to them for some like sponsorship after mentioning their name. <laughs> they might. I, I want to talk about a, one of the great dilemmas in surgery about drinking coffee, also about drinking water. So. It's hard to stay hydrated when you're going into an operating room. You don't know how long that case is going to go. And there's no pee breaks. There's no lunch breaks. There, you, until the operation's over, you're not going anywhere. Uh, and so, you know, we run Foley on coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Self-cast. Sounds like you need a Foley bag. So it's really and tough. And a shield. When, when you think about, like, especially if you're coming like, out of a post-call day and you know that you still have a case to cover. I mean, you're exhausted. Yeah. I fall asleep at the computer often in the ICU yes. the morning after. Yes. But if you're going to go into a case, and you're like, okay, got to wake myself up, need a coffee or an energy drink. You know, you drink this large coffee, and you, you chug it in like 20 minutes. That's not going away. You, no. It, My so, bladder is trained, but I know that's not everybody. No. It's and, not. And, you know, my fiance, she has, I, I feel like we take a long road trip. I, I cannot stand to take a long road trip with her. Because yeah. whenever we drive to Louisiana for eight hours, you know, make the trip back home, seven and a half, eight hours, I want one stop. It's midway through to fill up with gas, stretch legs, take a little potty break if you got to, grab a little snack or two, and go. She, 20 minutes after that stop, can you pull over again? I got to pee. Yeah. Like, I don't know. She wouldn't survive in surgery. No. But I, thankfully, it doesn't bother me. I don't know if I'm just, dude, I drink coffee to go to sleep. Well, that's not right. Like, <laughs> if I don't have coffee, I'm not going to sleep. Like, I, I bring a cup of coffee up to the call rooms at night. I think you need to be admitted. Well, yeah. Probably Neurologic for workup. AKI. Yeah. 
secondary to my coffee intake and lack of hydration. I mean, you know it's bad when when you when you go and you pee and and you smell coffee. Yeah, again. your urine smells like coffee. Then you know you know you're drinking enough coffee. I, but I mean, I think know. I think the key is, uh, especially in an intense case, the adrenaline. Like I'll have to I'll have to pee walking into a case. I'm like, you know what? I didn't have time to. I'm just gonna have to suck it up. It'll go for three hours, and I won't notice in the middle of the case because you're doing intense stuff. You know, you may be operating on yeah. something really sensitive. It may just be a, a hectic case. It may be a trauma case. You may be in someone's chest trying to keep them alive. Yeah. You're not thinking about needing to pee. No. It's at the back of your brain. And yeah. so you just kind of got to get scrubbed in and at the table, and then everything kind of goes away. Yeah. Well, that's because you probably just peed on yourself, but. It's because I'm self-captain. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's because you, you were so in the zone, you didn't realize that it's dribbling in your yeah, boot. This is my friend Foley. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's currently in your entire left, uh, you know, Boot, but um, <laughs> are, what are, what are alternatives? To coffee. What do some people? So do so with? at so some people drink tea. So I, no I no 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 tea is weird. So <laughs> at, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. At, at UT Chattanooga, we drink white monsters. Yes, that yes. is what we drink. It's so I I actually I'm a Red Bull guy. I really like Red Bulls, but like I've no. always if I drank Monster, it was always a white monster. And I, no I, I was I was so excited when I got to UT Chattanooga. And all the residents spent like the last little bit of their meal card money at the end of that summer and just loaded up our fridge with white monsters because that is in our cafeteria. And you do get that is part of, you know, whenever you go to check out on your meal card, you know, you can buy a monster and swipe it. It's it's paid for. But um, they had loaded it up. I was like, man, this is awesome. And then every day I see, you know, multiple residents drinking white monsters and we'll make trips to get white monsters. So that is, you know, that is the hydration of UT surgery. Chattanooga is white monsters and coffee. Yep. I think the funniest is at the end of uh, the calendar year when it's about to be July 1st. So we at, at UT Chat and at a lot of programs, uh, you get a meal stipend card where they'll you get, you know, 1000 We get about, I think, $1,500 for the year. Yeah. That is purely for meals, um, which is super convenient. You can just run to the cafeteria, swipe your badge. But sometimes you don't use all that money. Maybe you have a couple of way rotations and you didn't get through all of it. And so, or maybe you didn't have time. You just didn't have time you didn't to have eat. Time, didn't have time. Multiple to eat. days you just didn't eat. Yeah, there's no lunch. You uh, got a bagel. Yeah, if that. <laughs> at but, the bagel because you got called in the middle of the bagel. But that I, happened to me the other day. Yeah, but I specifically recall the, at the end of last year, uh, we were like, oh, we got a we got a couple hundred bucks left. We only have like a week or two left. And you were checking out <laughs> with like <laughs> fifteen white monsters, and the look on the cashier's face was just draw, jaw on the floor, like son. Well, are you I mean, okay? yeah, I mean, well, it's either you, you, well? you either spend it during the year buying them then, or you just you buy them at the end. But we just we kind of load them up. But that is the, that is the alternative for us at UT Chat White Monsters, without a doubt. Yeah, um, I d- I just don't know how someone gets through a, a, a normal week of general surgery without some caffeinated beverage yeah I, I don't know how no i i have to have a coffee in the morning to kind of like have a decent day i feel like if i haven't had my coffee i'm just kind of like off for the day like i need to like make a tr- and i like i mean I, I feel like all the attendings know this because when we go to run the list like in the mornings i i am like famous i will walk away from the beginning of running the list to go to that coffee machine and get my coffee started because i'm telling you right now i have to have this coffee like if this is the only chance i get to make it and drink it is while we run the list and we're on walking rounds then i'm gonna have it and i'll set it outside patient rooms and but I mean, yep. I just gotta have that coffee. Yeah. Things I'm working on is being less snooty with my coffee. I need to I need to <laughs> cut the umbilical cord with Starbucks in the hospital. Uh, I need to start drinking hot coffee because it opens up options. Um, and just in general, I, I mean, th- if you're willing to drink, if you can drink black coffee, I commend you because it's so convenient. It it makes it so much easier. You don't have to find all the fixins and 
you know, that's my goal. That, yeah. I set goals for myself. One of them is to drink black coffee. Yeah. So here's my problem. Okay. I, I was introduced to coffee by my grandmother and my, my grandfather. And, um, she would always wake me up cause he, he would actually wake up at like 4am. Like he was like, had an internal alarm, never set an alarm his life. woke up every morning at 4am, put on a pot of coffee. And so they would always serve me because we would go to my mom's house in the mornings before school. My mom would drop us off there, and then she'd put us on the bus there just because that was the way work and stuff worked for them to get to work on time. So every morning there, we'd you know eat biscuits and have coffee. And I'd sleep there a lot sometimes. I would, I'd get woken up with coffee as well. Well, the problem is they drank their coffee with their sugar. <laughs> so that is how I grew up Vanilla drinking lattes. it. That is how I grew up drinking it. So I knew no different. So the coffee that tastes good to me is coffee with creamer with a lot of sugar. Like I'm talking about if I make a standard cup of coffee at home in your standard mug, I'm putting three spoonfuls of sugar in it. Yeah, you need to get your A1C checked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I make it. So it's hilarious at work because, you know, everywhere you go, you know, everyone puts all these sugar in these little packets. And I do real, real sugar. I cannot do this, this fake stuff. I can tell the difference. I don't like it. So I do real sugar. So it's in all these little packets. So, like, I have become pro at grabbing six packets at one and ripping them all from the top nice and even and squared away and then pouring them all in and then doing that twice to make my coffees. And so, you know, shout out to the NTICU nurses. If y'all are listening, they always have my coffee ready. Um, They knew whenever I was on ICU for two months that I drink a lot of coffee throughout the day, in the mornings, at night, and they have a coffee machine. And I'm telling you, every time I walked into the unit, they, you know, they knew whenever we were making rounds, and because you can see this stuff on the camera, I think they'd see it, and they'd put on a fresh pot. And I always had a fresh pot every time I walked in the unit. They had a cup ready for me. They knew I wanted my regular sugar and creamer. And, man, they had all that stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. Like, just those little things. And I told them all the time, I was like, thanks. But, I mean, they don't even know. Those little things just kind of boost your day when you're just kind of busy and running around. It's like you walk in there, and they're like, hey, we got you a coffee. You know, and a couple of them would make some lattes and stuff. And they got a few of them can make some really good coffees. And so they would just make them, too, and I would just take them. And it was it's nice. So shout out to y'all if you are listening to any, any NTICU nurses yeah, um, just, at Erlanger. Just another bonus of this program and this hospital. You know, For sure. Our residency, we take care of each other. Our attendings take care of us. But there's just other people in the hospital that are always looking out for us. They know what we're going through. Uh, the nurses always got your back, whether it's with coffee or uh, saving you uh, regarding a patient. They catch something you didn't quite see. Um, or if it's the Starbucks employees that they know your order, they know your yep. name every morning. They are happy to see you. Like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's very happy. It's such a family here, even without out, outside of the residency program. I just love it. It's part of the reason you can tolerate the hours we're doing getting up at four. Sometimes, you know, I'm, I always know that I'm just going to have parts of my day, such as when I go to Starbucks and I see these people smiling back at me every time with my coffee ready, that just, it picks you back up. I agree. So this podcast, I think there's three things that we can take away from this for this week, moving forward, me and you, number one, drink more water. <laughs> I've been trying. Yeah. <laughs> number two. This is a tough one. I, I think number two. No, no, no. It doesn't matter what you think. This is what it is. <laughs> this is what it is. I've been vetoed. This is what number two is. We have to drink a monster that's not a white one. Okay, I found it. It's the it's the blue the blue light blue the light blue mango can is pretty good. It's a it's a it's a white can substitute. But we have a lot of them at the hospital. Doesn't matter. We have a lot. Blue can mango. Okay, I'll try it. I mean, try the it. point is I have to try one that's not white this week. Try, and the fine. last thing, number three, Doctor Butchers has to have a hot coffee this week from the physician's lounge with just regular sugar and creamer, and no Starbucks fanciness. You can't you know. make me. 
You'll I'm never gonna, you'll never find me. <laughs> There's a lot of rooms I'm in this gonna, hospital. <laughs> I'm gonna try. All right, y'all. Well, this has been a fun episode. Uh, we could go on and on about coffee forever because yeah. again, it, it it keeps us afloat. But um, email us email us the coffee that you like. Email us how you like your coffee. I, I want to know. I, I, I'm just. I want to know if someone else drinks their coffee with as much sugar as me. That's all I want to know. What I want to know is if there's a program out there with a Dunkin' Donuts in their hospital because I'm transferring. <laughs> I'm transferring programs tomorrow. <laughs> I don't actually mean that. I, I might. Okay, Dr. Giles, we're sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, uh, uh, hey, man, but thanks for hanging out. Hey, seriously, shoot us an email You know, if you have any more ideas. We, we hope you're having fun with this, and we hope you're enjoying our, our podcast so far, so far. Share it with all the residents and, and med students and pre-med students that you know. Send it out to them. It's the only way we can get the word out on the street about this podcast. It's tough. We work a lot of hours. We don't have a lot of chance to give ourselves any exposure, so it's really up to you, the listener, to kind of share this. Send it to people you know. Send it to people you think might be interested. Even if they're not in medicine, I think we still have a lot of relevant things we talk about to kind of address, you know, what surgery is like and what what the the life of a resident's like. And I think, you know, the general public can, can kind of awaken some people and open some eyes. So share it with family and friends. Share it with, you know, co-residents and, and co-students. And we hope you all enjoy. Shoot us an email at dfwthepancreas at gmail.com. If you have any questions, suggestions, want to be featured on the show, let us know. We'd love to have you. Thanks for hanging out again here at Eat When You Can. Sleep when you can. And don't fuck with the pancreas. Hey, y'all. We appreciate y'all listening to today's episode on Don't Fuck With The Pancreas. We hope that you tune in to the next episode. We don't know when it's going to be released. We're so busy. We're just we're putting them out when we get chances to. Uh, we're listening to what you guys tell us. Um, some of y'all send us responses on Instagram. Some of y'all send us direct messages um, on, on TikTok. Whatever it may be, keep reaching out to us. We're going to keep putting this podcast episode out there for you guys. Yeah, email us with episode ideas, with questions you have. Uh, if you want to be featured on an episode, we'd love to have you. If you have something to bring to the table, we'd love to, uh, to get you involved in any way possible. Uh, we're, we're posting content on, on TikTok and on Instagram and on YouTube as well. And so continue to tune in, continue to follow us and share it with your friends. Uh, pre-med students, med students, undergrad students, anybody in the general public, we're trying to reach as many as possible to give you an insight on what it is like day in and day out to be a general surgery resident. Yeah, the only way you're going to find this is on this podcast, guys, DFWTP. You have to find it. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, whatever playlist you might use, whatever podcast servicing you use, listen to it there. Check out our Instagram. It's DFWThePancreas. Check out our TikTok, DFWTP, and you can shoot us on email at DFWThePancreas at gmail.com any ideas anything you want to hear anything you want from us let us know but you got to keep listening you got to keep sharing it and y'all tune into the next episode we'll see you there don't fuck with the pancreas